This season of Coffee with Strangers is presented by Chesapeake Bank. Whether you're looking for a mortgage, checking account, savings, business accounts, or free Tootsie Rolls, Chesapeake Bank has all the products the big banks have without the phone trees. Plus, it's easy to switch banks or start something new with them. Visit ChessBank.com CWS to learn more. Chesapeake Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Welcome to a new Monday morning routine. It's Coffee with Strangers with Kelly Lemon. Hey, it's Kelly, and today I'm downtown at Triple Crossing to have a beer with Eric Jackson. He's the co-founder of Cap Soul, a collective dedicated to diversifying beer in Richmond. Have you seen the show? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how I got to start off. Cheers. But with you, I feel like a cheers is necessary all the time to start Absolutely. off. Absolutely. So, um... This season's a little different. How different? You're going to see in a minute. Uh, but who are you and what are you doing this My city? name is, uh, as I say on my podcast, this is, this is E-Money, E-Caps, A-O-Caps. Um, but formally, I'm Eric Jackson. Um, formally. <laughs> yeah, formally. Um, I've worked with um, a lot of breweries around the Richmond area. Um, I own a blog called Uncap Everything, LLC. Yeah. As well as Capsule Collective, which is a organization that seeks to energize and diversify tap rooms in the, uh, in the Virginia area. We'll branch out once we solidify, you know, Virginia, uh, but that's what we do. Yeah. Um, black man in beer, huh? Yeah. I mean, do you know all the black men in beer? No. Okay, okay. I don't know all of them. Because it is such uh, an area that, you know, sometimes is not getting the most exposure. Mm-hmm. Craft beer, beer industry, sure. just liquor in general, sure. right? Um, sure. But we have a huge place. Oh, yeah. A huge place, almost from the start. Mm-hmm. How did you even get into drinking beer? I think for me, it was out of pure curiosity. I would say maybe six, seven, eight years ago. That was a long stretch. But yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was a little while ago. I was working for Marriott. I had a... Um, manager that took us out to a brewery. I thought, all right, cool, I don't really drink beer. Give me a, you know, some bourbon. And at the time I was really into bourbon. I was studying all about bourbon. Okay. I get very nerdy about things that I love. Okay. Um, but I went to this brewery um, in Nashville when I was living there and I had a smoke porter mm. and I tasted it. I was like, okay, okay. You know, this is, this is not the Bud Light or the Miller Light or the Yingling that I'm accustomed to drinking or finding in the store that people have at parties. Yeah. Um, from that moment on, there was little things or confirmations, I would say, throughout my journey of craft beer um, that really got my curiosity rolling. Um, I, I think the next pivotal point for me was when I was at a bottle shop. Okay. Um, and I saw a Allagash, a Kuru, and it was a bourbon barrel aged um, beer. I can't remember the style. Okay. Um, and so for me, being a fan of bourbon, I was like, hmm, I like bourbon. I'm starting to enjoy beer and I tried that I was my mind was blown yeah. it was beautiful beer it was like you know 12 percent so it, it wasn't a beer that you just like chug back it wasn't one of those pressures like that it was something that it was a different experience mm. than I was accustomed to having so I gotta dig into childhood you know oh, and yes. and like and, yes. and, and I'm only asking because I was my drinking first, beer as a kid. Okay, that's what I needed to I know. Was lying. Okay. Lying. Okay, that's what I needed to know because like my first experience with a, of, a, of beer is my dad, mm. right? And whether or not be just the men yeah. and the black men in my family, they popped open a cold one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
But but let me just say those beers that they were popping open are not the beers that we are no, drinking today. So like that's why I was asking like did so you grow up on it? Yeah. No, for childhood no. There yeah. wasn't any alcohol around the house. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until college that I kind of really stepped out and and found out what else was in there. Yeah. In the world. So yeah. You're not from here. I am not from Richmond. Yeah. I'm from Portsmouth, Virginia. True. Okay. Yeah. So, and then you okay. Okay. Tell so, the story. Um, born in Portsmouth, Virginia, raised in the Tidewater, Chesapeake area, went to school at Deep Creek. Mm. Um, what else school I go to out in Virginia Beach? I can't remember off the top, but we were there. Then we moved away like when I was like 12 or 13. So, I mean, I, you know, I had a good amount of time in Virginia. Yeah. All of my mom's family from Virginia. All of my dad's side is from Portsmouth area. Um, so my blood runs through Virginia. Mm. Um, but when we moved, we moved to Nashville. Okay. So. And how did you end up in Richmond? Now? Yeah, period. How did you get I your... just wanted to bring my family back to uh, family. Okay. Um, with my career at the time, I was working for Marriott um, in hospitality. Worked for them for almost 10 years. Um, last position I held was the director of restaurants at the W Atlanta Midtown. Mm. Um, so we were busy with a party hotel. Mm -hmm. Yes, it familiar was. with the W's. <laughs> uh, so I was, even then, I was pushing my craft beer passion um, into the hotels there. Yeah. Um, but... That only let me do so much with what I was given, right? So I wanted to do more. I wanted to be more creative. I wanted to, to, to showcase the craft beer industry um, to people that look like me. Yeah. Um, and I was just kind of tired of working for Marriott. I wanted to be me. I wanted to wear, wear my hair like mm -hmm. I just wanted to be me, right? Mm -hmm. So, and no fault to them. Um, but I moved. I was like, you know what? Let's move to Virginia. Uh, Marriott had me move in a lot of different places. Um, so the family was moving. I wanted the kids kind of grow up with their cousins and everything yeah. like that. So yeah. it was like, you know what, let's just do it. Let's just move to Virginia, find a job at Champion Brewing Company. So I started there as a general manager, mm -hmm. um, using my hospitality service and experience there. Um, and the kind of rest is history. And that was two years ago. Yeah, so, yeah, and because Champ mean, Champion's, Champion's yeah. not no yeah. longer around. Yeah. Not but, here in Richmond, yeah. Yeah, but those two years, I felt like you, kind of got your game oh, on honey, like yes, you got your game absolutely. on and absolutely. I feel like you came at a time where you could walk into the craft beer breweries and nobody would question why this black man was walking in here yeah you know yeah. um tell me about that a little bit like you know like how has it been maneuvering through a system that you literally sometimes, if your boys don't go with you, or yeah. if you don't carry the crew will, with you, you may be the only one. Oh, absolutely. I'll tell yeah. you, my, when we first moved here, mm -hmm. I was like, I am in Richmond. I've known about Richmond beer scene for a while. I have previously visited Richmond and visited the breweries here. So literally, as soon as I was done moving everything into the house, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna hit a brewery up. I went there and I just didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like. And it wasn't any fault of the people there, but just, just you know, I just, didn't, I just, I just didn't feel right. I didn't feel the community there. It just was different for me. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that I was the only one there. Yeah. Um, that was like two, what, two and a half years ago. Um, so for me, I was like, all right, cool. This isn't like Atlanta. Mm. Atlanta is a very large or black yeah. population. Yeah. So for me, it was like, oh man, this is this is a little different. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was always in my mind. Mm -hmm. And then I had no idea or no thoughts of doing anything like Capsule. Mm. That was 
that was so, so an afterthought. That was mm-hmm. maybe a year later that mm-hmm. I, I started doing Cap Soul. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the need and the necessity, right? Absolutely. And okay. I, I wanted to do, and I, w- I will say that I was inspired by a lot of my colleagues in other states that were doing more initiative and in, intentionality with beer community as it relates to black people. Yeah. Um, so I created Cap Soul because Uncap Everything is at its core. I drink a beer, I write about the beer, take pictures of the beer, that's it, right? Mm-hmm. It's a review, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a blog review mm-hmm. of breweries and beer. Capsule's different, it's, we're not reviewing your beer, we're not doing any of that. We're creating a, an experience around your beer that's suited to us, Yeah. right? So it's totally different in its um, idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You, like, like I said, you came in kind of like kicking the door, wave into 4-4, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how within these last two years especially with the state that we are in right now sure. how do you feel about blacks specifically in the craft beer industry and the exposure that it yeah. is getting or not getting yeah i think I, I i think first of all craft beer as a whole is very small okay i think the people that do drink craft beer is very minute compared to the large number of people that drink domestic. Domestic. Beer. Okay. Okay. So when you think about the black people that drink craft beer, oh, it's going to be even yeah, even yeah. smaller. Yeah. But I do think in certain sects of the community of craft beer, there are home brewers in Richmond. Mm-hmm. I know three or four off the top of my head that make phenomenal beer that could put some other breweries underwater if somebody gave them the money to open up a brewery because their stuff is phenomenal yeah and in those smaller sects of the craft beer community they're high regarded mm, mm, um, mm. and they don't do it for any type of notoriety or, or play or anything they just do it for the love of beer um, but i think for me it's about exposing those people putting them on a, some type of platform because i have a platform yeah. One thing that I say a lot with Capsule is I want to provide people with passions a platform. So if I can do a podcast, if I can have a magazine, not if, I have all of them, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. If I can put them in there and show that, you know, there's somebody that looks like you that, that's doing this. And I want to give you some play. Yeah. Right? That, for me, is very important because I, I'm a creative and I think a lot of my creativity comes to fruition when I am able to help others do what they love to do. Mm-hmm. As it relates to craft do you feel like non-blacks should be paying attention to Uncapped and Capsule more or less than the black community? And I know that might be a tough question, but I was kind of asked that recently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yes, we serve our our you know our people. Sure. But do we have a responsibility to educate others too about so, what we do? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think in the last six months, you know, we have COVID going on. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of press and media about the racial injustices in America, which, by the way, isn't new, right? At all. This isn't new material for mm-hmm. us to um, to see. Yeah. Um, and digest. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, so, for me, as a black person within the beer community, which is majority. Uh, owned and operated by white males, absolutely. I think for me, it is a responsibility of me to point out some of the things that we see Mm -hmm. is wrong within our community. 
Um, and if I have this platform, why not? Yeah. Why, why am I just going to sit there and be, be silent? I'm yeah. not going to do it every day. Yeah. Um, sometimes I am overwhelmed by, you know, you know, we had something happen a week or so ago, and I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, here we here we are again, again. Mm-hmm. again but mm-hmm. this is this is all the time. Yeah. Um, so how do you, how do you balance racial injustice and, and speaking up and speaking about these issues as well as talking about the craft beer community? and wanted to see diversity. So I think it's important to, just to have these conversations with people, um, be open and honest with your own experience, Mm -hmm. and charge the people that are listening to, just listen to the experience that I have had. My experience is not false. (laughs) It's definitely different than yours. And your experience is not wrong or false. But this is my experience in my world, and our world is sometimes treated a little different, Mm -hmm. right? and I think that's very important to, to answer that question, yeah. Um, the craft beer industry has made major strides in making sure that diversity and inclusion is a point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we met just, you know, happenstance because you, you was like, yeah, I want to know what's going on in Richmond. And I was like, yeah. yo, who's this brother, right? Yeah. Um, but you did create the logo for Heart My Soul. Heart and Soul Brewfest, mm-hmm. which I was awarded a... Um, you know, a grant from the National Beer Association. Hey, yeah, shout out, and shout yeah, out, shout and out. and you know, it is, and it is because of you and just some other people that you know were really, really looking out at the time. Mm-hmm. Who needs to get their flowers right now within the beer industry that's black? Overall, like I don't care how you want to give it, but just like, you know, like you're like, yo, they've been doing dope stuff. They've been doing dope yeah, stuff. So Follow this, you know. That's hard. Okay, I don't. I ain't trying to give put put pressure on you because you that's might forget hard. somebody. Yeah, I, um, but I, I have three. That's awesome. I have four. Okay. I want to mention Black Beer Chick um, first. Um, I think she gave you a shirt, or I got you a shirt, or somehow. I sent her. A, I sent her a. a she I sent me yeah. That. I sent her a, a coffee. Yeah, uh, the seventeen percent yeah, yeah, yeah. so, drip, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. real quick, I, and I got I got four people I want to okay. shout out. Eugenia Brown, mm-hmm. um, owner and operator of uh, Black Beer Chick. Yeah. Recently, she did an initiative with Cicerone, which is a national organization of education about beer. Yeah. Um, I told you I took those classes. I took one. Did you? Yeah, I did took you? one. I took yeah. one Cicerone. Just, well, just one class, though. I don't know if there is, uh, gets you there. I just took no, one that, class. Yeah, no, that's, that's... I was going to say, I'm, I intro, one. Intro. Okay. Like, intro, like, the, the first sheet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go so ahead, sorry. She did an initiative to get 50 minority women mm. their level one beer server, certified beer server. Um, and Cicerone reached out to her, and they're doing 100. That's Damn. surpassed it. So yeah. she's had... 100 minority women that are studying for their cicerone, that's level dope. one cicerone, and it's fully, fully well, it's, paid for. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. That's yeah, amazing, that's dope. That's right? Dope. Yeah. So shout out to Black Beer Chick. Okay. Um, Crown and House. Mm-hmm. They're located in uh, California. Tio Hunter is basically a mentor for me. Like when he came down to Atlanta when I used to live there, reached out to me like, yo, E, I love what you're doing. We got to meet up. For me, I'm like, dude, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you just but doing this it, is yeah. amazing that you want to meet up. We had a relationship, what, I guess three three years now. Yeah. So I hit him up now because I'm doing things that he was doing, I would say, like three years ago, like doing different events, mm-hmm. trying to bring people together in breweries. So mm-hmm. Crowns and Hops, T.O. Hunter, um, Benny Ashburn is the CEO. Um, they're partners there. 
uh, I'll shout out Beer Culture. Mm-hmm. Um, they're located in Florida, and that's Culture with a K. Yeah. Um, they're the they're the grimy. They're they're the streets of beer. Um, they are all about calling out breweries mm. more than I probably ever would. But they are like, no, you need to stop this. You yeah. know. Um, so they call them out. They have amazing articles. They've been featured in um, a lot of. Uh, articles online and things like that. So beer culture, um, and then last, I would I would shout out Black Beer Travelers. Mm-hmm. He's also located on the West Coast, um, and what he does is basically he travels around the globe um, and just documents the beer culture in different places in the yeah. world. So yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get local um, because you, in my opinion, I can think of maybe three collabs that have happened recently that mm-hmm. have pushed um, the black message forward within sure. the beer industry. Can you talk a little bit about those? The stuff that we've been doing? Well, more so, I, you know, what I'm thinking of is just, you know, we're here at Triple Cross and so Falcon Smash and the Urban Hang Suite, sure. Cohesion and Black is black Beautiful is Beer. Yeah. I mean, and that is just what I could like yeah. rattle off right there. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you've been just doing so much. Yeah. So. so um, I mean, since we're talking to you, yeah. talk about Falcon Smash. Yeah. Um, I think it was the end of May. Um, I wanted to do something similar to the Black is Beautiful collaboration that is nationwide. It's over a thousand breweries that are doing it. Um, and it's an initiative to bring awareness to the racial injustice that's done to black people. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to do something outside of just creating a beer. Um, I have a good relationship with Trip Crossing. Cause like, yo, what if? Mm-hmm. What if the Falcon Smash, Richmond's IPA, what if we distribute that to the, to Urban Hanksley? Um, this will be the only place that will ever have packaged product of Falcon Smash. And it happened, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it happened. The it ancestors happened. said yes. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, so we still have this ongoing relationship with Triple Crossing where their beer is at Urban Hanksley. Um, so that brings new customers there. That brings uh, an I- the idea of, oh man, they, they have not only Falcon Smash, but other really good beer there. So yeah. that's one of the things I've done. Um, Cohesion um, is a collaboration between Capsule Collective and Vazi. They reached out to me, I would say probably like June, mid-June, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. And mm. just have questions about you know the racial injustice again. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people asking questions. Now. Mm-hmm. Some of those questions I'm not going to answer because I didn't talk to you before. Don't 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 try to come to me because I'm black mm. and all of a sudden you want to ask me questions. Mm-hmm. I'm not responding to your message. But Boston, we've had a relationship for over a year. I felt no harm in them asking, "Hey Eric, man, this I know what's going on. What what can we do? Cohesion. Mm-hmm. So we did that collaborative double IPA." Gave back to Chalele, their shop of vandalizing in the riots. We're giving back to Happily Natural. Uh, people are still watching this. Please go buy. Yeah. Tell them, please go buy. Um, you can find it at the Urban Hank Suite. You can find it at the Urban Hank <laughs> Suite. Um, so once that sells out, we'll be able to write checks to these local or- organizations in Richmond. Like, Good. It's amazing. Um, Black is Beautiful, we did a collaboration with um, the Answer Group Hub. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of spearheaded by CM Bryant. He's kind of their beer ambassador for the Answer. and. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a fun time. We put gold edible glitter in the beer. Um, had some brothers come up from Williamsburg, and we just we brewed, 
we drank and uh, we drank some more. So yeah, it was it was it was an awesome time. So we do these little collaborations to to bring awareness and exposure to the black beer community and to the beer community at large. Yeah. We're here. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're here and we enjoy it just as much as you do. And you're, we know about it too. You know what I mean? So, you you're definitely touching more than the black beer community. How I know so is because of the following I have received mm -hmm. not only through my personal page but through Urban Hang Suite's sure, page. Sure. And it has been so many beer people, just beer, beer, beer. And it's not <laughs> black beer people. Yeah. Um, you can just tell that, and, and, and I, and I kind of want to, like, again, if we're going to get flowers, like, like you have made it almost like dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like making, drinking beer dope where I put it, you know, I put it in the Urban Hang Suite just to have beer. And then you being the curator, yeah. which I feel is a new term that, you know, literally is saying you are going into a place and you are helping this place make sure that their craft beer program so, fits their right. audience yeah so yeah i think for me it was a struggle a year year and a half ago with uncap everything and i was um not comforted by being labeled as a beer influencer okay it's a negative term in the beer community to be a beer influ influencer because the idea is like Oh, you don't know anything about beer. All you do is post pictures about beer. Breweries send you free beer, right? I was like, mm. I, and I know I'm in I'm in blogs, and I I, I know he gets tossed around. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm doing a, I'm doing a little bit, bit more, more than, than that. that. Yeah. Um, so for me, I don't know if the term exists before. I'm sure it's somewhere, but beer experience curator mm -hmm. was like important for me. It was something that I wanted to showcase that this is about beer. I'm going to give you a certain experience that I want to give, and I'm going to curate that experience. Yeah. So when we do this tasting with the Falcon Smash, that was the experience that I wanted people to experience around here. I don't want any other music, but what the music I want to curate. Like yeah. I don't want you know nothing else. This is yeah. this is this is us. Yeah. And if if you look at Capsule <laughs> and our motto, it's where craft meets, meets culture. Culture. Mm -hmm. Craft can't meet culture if I water down my culture yeah. and myself. Yeah. I, I think for me, it's 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 a outpouring of what I'm I am living personally in my life of you know not watering down myself and just you know, like you know whatever I want to do I'm gonna do it. You're gonna accept it or not. I got a shirt that says be be you. They'll adjust. Yeah. That's how you feel. That's yeah. how I feel, and yeah. that's what Cap Soul is to me. Like, yeah. But you know about what? About craft and the culture, and you're gonna meet it. I gotta get. I gotta. Let me. Let me. Let you me. Like it or not? Bye bye. <laughs> let me go here with you for a second, right? I've been in a lot of tap rooms. Mm -hmm. I've been in a lot of warehouse. I mean, uh, actual in the brewery where mm -hmm. the beer is being made. Sure. And I promise you, every time I've been in there, hip hop was played. Like that was it, yeah. yo. So like, it Listen. really. It, and it didn't bother me, but it it, it kind of blew me a little bit that like an uh, industry that we're not in has really, but but there's parts of it that <laughs> yeah. of us that they've embraced. I mean, and, yeah. and I'm not saying we own tattoos. I'm not saying sure, we own I, any I, of that stuff. Is, but when it comes to like like looking like a hip hop culture, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like some of these brewers got that yeah. look, right? Yeah. 
Can you can you That's expand? That's a tough one. I've I've been on both sides of that coin. Um, I think overall people want to be a part of something that's cool. They want to be there in the victory, but when it's but when it comes to the nitty gritty, they're not there, right? So I'll say that. Mm-hmm. It's like all right, cool. Hip hop's cool. It's the number it's, it's the number one selling yeah. genre yeah. in the world. Yeah. People in China and Japan they don't know what they're saying, but. Oh, it's cool yeah. to a Diddy Bop or what, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I do think that it's it's tough because hip hop has transcended culture. Yeah. It, it really has, right? So when you think about some of the hip hop that's played, Wu Tang is, is very big into. Uh, well, breweries are very big into Wu Tang, Biggie. Like you see their imagery on cans yeah. and things like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. Why are we doing it? Is that what you're really about? Is that your culture? Like it's, I'm, I'm just posing the questions. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't think, don't I, have, I, don't think okay. I have an answer for that. Okay, um, and that's fine. It does cause reason for me to pause and look at it. <laughs> Good. Um, and look at the breweries that are doing this. It, there have been uh, there have been breweries that it's blatant. Like, nah, you can't do that. I remember seeing a brewery. I don't remember the name of the brewery. They had two beers. It's one was a blue can, one was a red can, and something was like. Uh, snitches get stitches in. and I remember this coming up in the beer community and we went to the breweries fans and we looked at the people that were brewing and we was like what the yeah, yeah. do you know about like I, don't, I mean I don't know anything about it but it's just like <laughs> that, what you, right? you can't just put that on a can mm-hmm. no uh uh-uh. uh you can't and, do and, that. and I subconsciously you put red and blue so I know where you did red and blue oh, no, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean I mean it was, if a, you don't it know was that, a flag yeah. on the can like no. it was a bandana so I mean yeah I don't know we know what you're doing no yeah and if so anybody you, doesn't understand that, that's Crips and Bloods, yeah, okay? So, yeah, yeah. So you have, you have, on one side, you have these very blatant um, use of uh, black culture. Yeah. Um, and then you, on the other end, you have people that are just honestly, probably, say it's Eminem did something. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I think each scenario requires a different lens. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it requires conversation. Mm-hmm. And it, it requires us asking the question, yo, why'd you do that? What else are you doing? For the black community besides just using the yeah. black community on your can to sell that's what records do yeah yeah think of the music industry yeah they 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 use they utilize black artists um i think <laughs> to um to sell records i'm not going to mention any artists right now post malone but <laughs> <laughs> you know it just it's just it it's a it's a money maker so that's what I feel about it. I think I think each situation is different. I think some brewers are are authentic yeah. in the use of some hip hop stuff because that's just what they know. Yeah. I think some aren't authentic and they just want to use it because it's cool. Back to your point about hearing it in the breweries. People like what they like, but if I don't see anybody that's like me, I'm like, why are you playing this stuff? I don't know. It's it's weird. It's it, just it, it weird. Is, it is. It's no. just weird because I walk in and I'm like, oh, y'all got. I mean, and it's not like. It's not pop hip hop. Y'all playing like the the, the, the with the cursing in in the, the N word in the yo, like. I was, I was at a pre in Richmond and they were just playing like uh, Gold Digger. Oh yeah, I'm like, y'all at least play the edited one. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the only in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. This is yeah. But it, the, I, I feel like it, it, it's it's about being aware yeah. and. Some people just aren't aware. They're yeah. not cognizant of that. Yeah. I have to live in this. Yeah. So I have to be cognizant. Everyone else is just like, oh, we do what we want. 
Real quick, we're proud to once again be working with Chesapeake Bank for this season of Coffee with Strangers. Chesapeake Bank is all about community and knows that we don't have to be together to come together. Learn more at chessbank.com together. And they're now open in Chesterfield. Now back to the coffee. Wave that magic, <laughs> wave that magic wand for me and tell me what craft beer industry for black folks looks like in five years. If you were waving, and again, I need, this is a magic wand that makes anything happen. Yeah. So give me, give me that, what, and what then give me like. the realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think it, it, I think it looks like um, a lot of breweries that I, I've seen already, like Crown and Hops or Union Craft Brewery, which is in uh, Maryland. Mm. Oh, yeah, Baltimore, Maryland. Um, it looks like Green Bench Brewing in Florida. I'm, I'm throwing these names out there. People can do the, the research later. Who the breweries that are head brewers are, are black. Yeah. Um, and what they put forth is authentic. It doesn't look fake. Mm -hmm. I think what we do, we don't have to press it. I don't have to tell you that I'm black or I, I do this. It's just, you see it. Like in any of those names, it's not, you know, black, blah, blah, brewery. Mm -hmm. It's Green Bench. Mm -hmm. It's, you mm -hmm. know, it, I think it looks like the authenticity of the people that are making it, right? You think about your, your mom or your grandma making a, a, a meal that only she can make. You can taste that soul in there, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. When you walk into the kitchen, it feels like home. And I think what it will look like in five years for those breweries is black ownership. Mm -hmm. That's pivotal for me. I'm. Not into look opening a brewery, but other things are on my mind. Mm -hmm. um, but it's definitely black ownership, it's, and and a diverse team. Um, a lot of these breweries are just you know very pale in color, yeah. um, and so a lot of things go through the crack because there there's no one to say. Mm, you didn't think you about probably that. Probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna get some backlash. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, so I think it's black ownership, um, a diverse team of individuals working at your space, um, and just the culture. So that that means everything we're into, like you. On nice, you have hip hop nice, and I'm, I'm gonna go back real quick to Champion because I want to tap. I want to. <laughs> when I was at Champion, yeah, we did hip hop battle nights. Mm -hmm. Worked with Radio B. Yeah, you did. And I remember doing that, and I remember talking to the owner. I was like, "Yo, so <laughs> <laughs> this is what we gonna so do? Here's I, this might be a long stretch <laughs> battle rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "What?" And uh, but it. It was awesome, mm -hmm. and we ran that battle rap till we had to end up closing down for other reasons. Um, but it was an amazing output. Right? People loved it. People were there, and everyone that was there, but they had to drink. Yeah, they had to drink beer. Yeah, they had to drink beer, and they loved it. Yeah, that's what Heart and so, Soul was too. We forced people to drink beer, and, and it was about kind of like forcing they them. They loved like, it. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's, it's amazing too black voice too so like in my position there I, I was the one that was doing the you know creating everything that was going on there yeah I had to say so I had the voice yeah um, I pulled the strings yeah so I did what I wanted yeah um, and for champion at the time like it was very diverse there the team there was diverse I think that the, the music acts we had was diverse yeah. we had a battle rap one night we had heavy metal the other night yeah. people throwing shit you yeah know? and yeah it was awesome yeah I loved it yeah so, um, God, there's so many questions that I have for you that, but I know we, 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 we gotta make sure that we get the meat in mm -hmm. in time. Um, is Richmond ready for a black brewery? Um, I don't know. And I don't know. 
I'm only saying I don't know based on what Capsule has done and the feedback that I've gotten. Um, I think we could be in like a year or so. Um, and I'm not trying to like toot my own, but I, I'm, I'm gauging it simply by, yo, we're black owned company. We're trying to bring y'all out. Yeah, and y'all ain't coming. Yeah, I mean, you coming out, but you're not coming out. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. But you know, and I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm ungrateful. I'm the new guy on the block. Yeah. I really am. I'm yeah. not, and wasn't born here. So, I think it's going to take some time, um, and education, and exposure to really good craft beer um, for people to come out. Because um, I don't want it to be like, oh, it's, it's a black owned brewery. That's the only reason you should come out and support, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah, yeah. Because if you don't like beer, you're just yeah, you're not gonna like beer. Yeah. Um, so I think it's gonna take some time, maybe a year or so. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I think I think we're we're close to being ready, just from what I've seen in the interaction, the home brewers that I know specifically in Richmond that are doing phenomenal things. Yeah. How do I get a home like like that culture? Like okay, let me go back. Mm. Let's let's go back. I didn't know how culty the craft beer culture was until you put Falcon oh. Bash in the Urban Hangs. Oh, and I talked to you about this. Yeah. Very I got a lot of DMs about trading and, and I was like, trade what does that mean? And sending me certain certain That's things so that they funny. couldn't get and I was just yeah. like, uh, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Um but you know, I don't I don't, don't kind of know where I'm I'm going with it, but I'm just I'm I'm just trying to figure out like how we put our mark on it you know what i'm saying yeah. like is it the art is it the can is it the Absolutely. taste is it you know like I, I how do we go beyond just opening the brewery you know it's everything for me it's what we do at capsule and all of our events it's from the can art on the cohesion mm -hmm. to the music that's playing to the people that's running it um, to the people on our team um, to the conversations that we have behind Cohesion, right? Yeah. Cohesion was made to, to celebrate the unity and enrichment during these racial injustices time that, that's going on. So I think that the constellations of marks that we can point to will reflect the people that are behind the project, the people that are behind the brewery, instead of just stamping a black, you know, stamp on it. It's, it's what we do. Like, yeah. I don't know if that, I don't know if I have a definition for that. Yeah, yeah. But I can only speak to it based on what we've done. And when you walk in, you know it's us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you got three daughters, right? No. Okay. Two daughters. No, Lord. <laughs> two, I have two daughters. Two daughters, okay. And one son. Okay, two daughters and a son. Yeah, I knew you yeah, had three kids. Yeah, I, did, yeah, I, did, yeah. I don't know why I thought you had all girls. Yeah. Because I was praying for you over yeah. that. Um, what legacy are you leaving to them yeah, with I, this? Yeah, for sure. Um, be creative. Um, follow your heart and, you know, do they know Daddy is one of you within what he does? You know, Do they know that? It's funny. My wife was talking about it. She asked the same question to them literally two days ago. She was like, you know where Daddy's at when he's off work? I'm doing coffee with strangers talking about beer. Um, so, yeah, they, they know to an extent. I almost brought him out today, but yeah. I, I didn't. But yeah. back when I first started Uncapped, they would come with me or us to the breweries while I... Um, Talk to everybody, so yeah, yeah they kind of know. They know a little bit. They okay. know a little bit. Off track. Give shout outs to anybody in Richmond that you want to give shout outs to, whether that's a, a person, place, thing. This uh, is your opportunity to say these people, outs. these people, but more specifically, they doing it and they doing it for us. They're pushing us forward. They're moving Richmond forward. Yeah. This would normally be what's your favorite restaurant, but it's not. Okay. I want you to give me yeah. who you want to give your flowers to right now. 
I got I got two off top. Hopefully a third one comes. But shout out to Radio B. Mm -hmm. I think that Radio B is and has been doing amazing things in the city. Um, it's had a mural up mm -hmm. um, in the city. That's amazing. Mending walls. Yeah, we, we need to talk. <laughs> yeah, we need um, to talk. So shout out to Radio B. Um, and for the, for those that don't know, Radio B is um, really like he's pushing hip hop, yeah. Richmond hip hop, and yeah. the whole culture of that in in Richmond, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, I will also shout out um, Nick. I don't remember his last name off the top. Nick says go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Nick. Yeah. yeah. So he, Nick is like silent, but like big yes, and yeah, doing is, stuff. Nick yeah. Is, Nick is really doing his thing yeah. in Richmond. Yeah. Um, he's a fashion blogger. Yeah. Um, he, he covers fashion, really high end like tequilas. He's he, he, he's yeah. up there. Yeah. Um, very, but really, if he walked in this room, he's just a regular guy. Yeah, That's the, what yeah, I like yeah. about him. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoy it. Thank you for shouting him out. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, I was hoping I had, had a third one, but I don't Place, thing, doesn't necessarily have to be a person. Yeah. Anything that you're doing. I, I've noticed you're working out a lot. I you see you running. <laughs> well, because you... I gotta, I gotta keep this up. Here's, I was about to say, here's one thing. You you always... You're, I, I think you're you post so much, so people so know your stuff. life. Yeah. So I think people assume that like that that's yeah. what you do. Like yeah, you jog, so you run, you of, bike. I'm a part of a, um, a, a run club okay. with my uh, my college that I went to, Black Black Berea Run Club. So um, we do challenges every month. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I get down on the on the streets. And you be I mean early with it that's too. That's all I can do though. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think you know, and I look up to. Uh, P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, whatever, Sean Combs. Yeah, yeah, like, whatever his name yeah, is today, he, yeah. He, I remember him saying he sleeps like four hours. Yeah. I'm not doing that yeah, right yeah, now. I don't yeah. have that mentality. But the mentality is get up early, get your stuff done, keep going. And get out, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I can only get it done in the morning. So like six o'clock, yeah. Okay, so um, new segment for us, but I've always asked this question on Coffee with Strangers, but we're digging a little bit deeper. Can you answer this question for me? Richmond is black beer. I love it. Yep. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I had something else, but yeah, Richmond yeah. is black beer, man. Okay. Okay. If you don't see it, you're going to see it. Okay. Yeah, and, sure. and you're going to make sure people see it, oh, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Will you leave Richmond? No. Mm, that no. was, I didn't think you'd say that. No, absolutely not. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think so. Okay. What's, I, ne I, what's next for you then? Um, if you want to share or if you don't want to share. What's, What's next, next for you? How you making your next? How you making your millions? <laughs> Eventually, brick and mortar. Um, I don't think it's going to be a more further away than soon right now. Um, but having a bottle shop in Richmond would just be that'd be amazing. There's not a lot of bottle shops in the area. I don't and even know if I can name one. That's all I'll say. But before <laughs> give it too much of the idea. Away, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Don't do that. Um, but trust but and yeah, believe, if like, somebody else did it, I'd fight. I'd fight them. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. Definitely want a brick and mortar selling beer. Yep, plain and simple. <laughs> Anything else that you feel like Richmond, especially those that watch Coffee with Strangers, they have no idea who you are. Um, they have no idea about just craft beer industry. Is there any final words that you feel like, I need y'all to know this? Um, I, I think people need to know that Black beer drinkers are, we're here, we're educated, we're, um, we're not silent. And just because we're drinking craft beer, we're going to talk about the things that affect us. Yeah. Um, 
we're not silent about that. You're going to hear about it. Yeah. Um, and we are open to having conversations with you. So, yeah. one of beer's major components in what it does, it brings people together. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, you know, in Europe and Germany, people had beer and they talked. Yeah. They fought. Whatever. Whatever. They had <laughs> theological conversations. Yeah. Um, and a lot of theologians, you know, they drank beer and a lot of philosophy philosophers drank while they had these conversations let's continue that over beer yeah. like that's i think that's what it is yeah. yeah yeah let's come have a seat with us let's drink a beer let's talk let's talk about what's going on yeah i have to always give a shout out to jr and sterling when i'm in your presence and i think about black men in the beer industry yeah, i just want to be able to say their names just because um, they have truly, you know, paved the way oh, yeah. almost for someone like you Absolutely. to come in and just kick yeah. the door down. Yeah. Um, so yeah. thank you, Sterling and Jr. So yeah. I don't have anything else for you. This was exactly what I wanted it to be. Yeah. And um, thank you for, you know, taking the time and having a beer yeah. <laughs> with me or coffee with coffee. strangers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Coffee with Strangers and a big thanks to Eric Jackson. You can follow Eric at We Are Capsule, follow me at Like the Fruit, and follow Coffee with Strangers at RVA Stranger. Take a second to subscribe to this channel on YouTube and visit coffeewithstrangersrva.com to sign up for the newsletter. Oh, and hit up chessbank.com CWS to learn more about Chesapeake Bank and all they do in the community. Chesapeake Bank, member FDIC. Okay, see you soon.